Oh, did you see the Suicide Squad Isekai anime yeah, yeah. trailer? We all know where it's gonna go. Damn it. Alright, Quinn being in there. Yo, we we only need a beach scene, bro. <laughs> beach day episode. We gotta have a beach day episode. We gotta we gotta have a fireworks festival. We gotta have a school festival. School festival. <laughs> we got a summer beach day coming up. No, you got to make sure you have the fireworks festival that gets ruined by the rain, and then she gets separated from the group. And then, but her Joker Coon the- shows up, <laughs> and just as they're about to like have their first kiss, <laughs> King Shark's gonna come in and be like, hey. <laughs> and then <laughs> it all up, and we won't know until the end of like season two. <laughs> You would definitely take an entire DC Universe slice of life. I would 100% take a whole ass. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Technically, already took Superman, so. Yeah. Okay, I didn't really like the Superman one, to be honest. Like, that's Americanized, though, that's why. Yeah. You, you want your high school slice of life? I do want my high school slice of life. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want, man. Alright, ready? 10, 5, 4, 3. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I am your host, Anthony King, and of course, with me is my co-host, Adrian. And as usual, sitting in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everybody. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? It was nice. Nice? Yeah, yeah it was, yeah. It was pretty good. Did you get good. fat? Eat a lot of turkey? Oh, oh my god, yeah. How yeah. many plates do you have? You know what? I only had one. Really? But uh, I snacked. <laughs> no, no, I snacked. How big was the plate? How b- oh, I packed it. Okay, so don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about when, it. When people say I only had one plate, no, no, we need to know exactly if it's packed or how big the plate is. I mean, it, it was packed. We I know you ain't eating like a bird, so. No, I, I packed that up. I packed that shit up mm. on that one plate. <laughs> but I also we also made these like dope ass sliders that were like a fan favorite over there. Mm-hmm. You know it was good when people were going like, oh shit, <laughs> when they're taking bites. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah. So I smacked back like six of those. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had my one plate and then I had a good copious amount of slices of pie. <laughs> so, of course. Wait. I asked one thing because he done this before in the past with us. <laughs> did you take one small slice and kept taking small slice after small slice after small slice, or did you actually take the full piece this time? I took the full piece. Okay, because uh, the the thing is like every, someone else cuts it first, and then they only give like these slivers because like gotta have enough for everyone. Ah, cut cut that motherfucker up. <laughs> give me a real slice. This is a these are Kirkland slice pies. Let's go. You're giving like those cheesecake slices. Those really thin slices, man. Just give me the whole damn cheesecake, bro. Give me the whole. <laughs> don't be, don't be chinching me out on this shit. What is this? The fuck? We had so much fucking pie left over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have yeah. no idea. We had three pies left over. You still got them? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I came home. I was like, the first thing you got was pie. Yeah, I came like, I know this pie here. I got home like, 
Yep, there's pie. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get you missed out on yours, right? Yeah. No, I went out to a family out, uh, out in LA. Mm-hmm. So same thing. I packed up the the dish, but we didn't have much, uh, what's it called, sweets out there. Mm-hmm. So I got here. I'm like, I know this damn pie here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, there's three full pies. We were just like on that couch, just like full pie tray <laughs> in hand. And just eating out of it. Dude, a I, spoon I, in I the just, center. Yeah. <laughs> I took I made a cut thinking like, all right, this should be like a decent small size. No, I took like a big chunk that of like That pie was huge. Yes. <laughs> it, it was, was it was it had to been like at least this big. Yeah. It was oh my like God. It was a massive. It was an Jesus. optical illusion. Because it looked small on the table. Then you cut it up like oh, that was a big ass slice. Yeah. Damn. Whatever place this is, I don't want a slice. Shit. It was good though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. We had plenty of food. Food was good. Apparently, my mac and cheese was off the rocker. So fuck yeah, uh, yeah. I had a good. I had a, actually had yeah. a good Thanksgiving. It was weird hosting for the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More pressure. I made my mom cook. As <laughs> <laughs> you're watching the game and shit. <laughs> I helped with the turkey, and then I made my mac and cheese. And then you're good. I'm good. <laughs> she kicked me out of my own kitchen. Shit. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you if you insist in <laughs> I'm on the couch over there playing Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I, I <know. laughs> but yeah, I'm glad we all had a good yep. Thanksgiving. So let's move over to the film news because man, we had a lot going over for our little Thanksgiving break. A lot of stuff oh popped off. Dude, it was like every day news was popping off left yeah. and right. Mm-hmm. So coming over the first thing, what we have here, Loki creator Micro Waldron to write Marvel Studios Avengers Kang Dynasty. So they got a new writer now for yep. this. So they are going to stick to the Kang Dynasty. That's what it seems like. See, the, here's the thing they're not mentioning whether the Kang Dynasty, they're going to make that its own official, you know, the big event arc. Uh-huh. Or are they going to cut them off short in that one to bring in? Because, you know, it's still rumored they're trying to bring Doctor Doom yeah. to yeah. replace him so they can actually have, you know, a different big bad away from Kang and. Unfortunately, with you know what's happening with yeah Jonathan Major, uh, Jonathan Major, yeah. and the whole you know trial thing. So I mm-hmm. think I think they still might be trying to figure out how they can do that. But you already you already made the slate. You already yeah. announced the films. So you got and to. you're already you're already a company who's known for creating your schedule, and then within like four months later, that whole schedule's rewritten because something bad happens. You don't want to keep having that stigma. Yeah. So, so you have to stick. They're still. I can see what they're trying to do. They're, they don't want to stick with this, but they have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Now they're probably going to be a complete rewrite. It might not even be the same script for what was the original. What they're going to base off of. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're, you're stuck with that title. Mm-hmm. You're stuck with Kang Dynasty. What if it's just going to show like five minutes of just a Kang variant getting killed, and then you turn around? And there's Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Doom or Strange? Or sorry, Doctor Doom. Doom. Sorry. Just kill him off early in his own movie. And then it shows the title, but then it shows like Kang Dynasty getting crossed out, and all of a sudden just shows like the Doom Dynasty or some (laughs) some bullshit. They're like, do a super cheesy where it just crosses out and then spray paint Doom. Uh, We're edgy, see? We're we're still edgy and cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's interesting that. It seems like they're going to try to really focus with the success of Loki and see, and stick with that route. Because isn't he also doing Secret Wars? He's writing? Yeah, I think, well, I don't know about Secret Wars. It probably is because that was supposed to be a do-deal film package. Yeah. So he might, yeah, I think he might be, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's going to be writing both Avengers Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Wow. Mm. That's a big, 
That's, a, that's, a that's a big commitment. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Especially not really knowing how you're going to continue forth with this phase because you know they're going to rewrite the entire phase for phase, you know, six and seven, so forth, because of what happened with this phase. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to stick and how they're going to have to rework the projects they already have to fit into the new phase. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they have to see if it's even going to stick. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, also, Marvel's notorious for, like, you know, they have one person set. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, last minute, oh, we got to change this person out. This, this script sucked. We got yeah. To- well, I'm also seeing as well in this article that Waldron also launched a new feature film and a TV production company mm-hmm. yep. at the same time. Yeah. Which is, was it, Anomaly Pictures? Yeah. Okay. So while he's producing movies, trying to make them, he's also writing these two out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, lot, it's a lot on his plate right it's now. It's a lot on his yeah. plate. So we'll see how that goes with him. I mean, it's it's really interesting to see how they're going to try to, like I said, rework everything yeah. to fit a better narrative so they don't have the, such the same poor reception they got with this phase because yeah. it was a mess. It was a mess. I mean, they're, they're re. A lot of stuff right now is not measuring up to where it's cracked up to be. Yeah. And so a lot of things are getting rewritten. A lot of things are getting reshot. A lot of people are getting fired. People mm. are getting recasted. So so it's really hard to tell how it's going to play out yeah. in the future. Yeah. Hopefully better. Hopefully better. Yep. All right. Moving over to our next topic, what we have here. Fallout TV series released its first image of the show for their live action. Okay. I know this is probably something you guys are a little bit more... Excited for if oh, not, yeah. or you guys are more knowledgeable. Adrian, Adrian's oh, I'm excited for it, dude. I'm not only excited, I'm knowledgeable. You ask me a question, I got answers. Yeah, he has the entire Bible yes. for Fallout. Jesus, yes, I studied the hell out of it. I read pretty much every vault mm-hmm. there was. So, what do you think about the first images they released? Okay, the Brotherhood of Steel, like that, yeah, uh, the, the armor. armor, yeah, the power it's, armor. It's it's faithful to the to the video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little shinier than I wanted, but. You want that more rustic look? I like the more rustic look because they're supposed to be in battle. They're supposed to be, you know, pretty worn out. Yeah. But then again, it doesn't really say what era this takes place in, mm-hmm. uh, because the games do take place in different eras. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's be honest though. Even a post-apocalyptic world, you just yeah. need some oils to clean out the shine from the rust. You see, what I'm saying yeah. you can still upkeep armor in a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, but it does. It, I'm, I'm saying the armor doesn't look scuffed up. Yeah, as a fan, I'm just I'm going. You want the scuff, yeah. As a fan, I'm looking at it as a scuffed up. Mm-hmm. But as the other images, like the um, the vault suits, um, mm-hmm. they showed uh, they showed one of the um, the ghouls as well. Oh yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean the makeup looks good, costumes look good, the still images for the CGI looks good. Let's be honest, yeah, these are stills. images. Yeah. These are stills. Very images, yeah. So yeah. the stills look good. But we really have to see how it's going to look when, of course, the characters are moving around. Because it's yes. still Amazon that's doing this, right? Yeah. Yes. Amazon has money, but did they hire the right production teams to yeah. do it? Did they write the hype VFX teams? Did they schedule properly to give them enough time? Remember, last yes. week yeah. we were just talking about Jujutsu Kaisen and bad scheduling. Yes. So you can have an amazing company, amazing team. Still put out shitty work if you don't schedule it right. Yeah. Honestly, well, I do got to give them props. They did a lot of stuff that's pretty much identical to the video game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can see the right there, if you go back to the other image we saw mm-hmm. right there. It does look like the Diamond Town. Yeah. It does. They have all the shacks. It has all the, you know, the rustic look. So is this one going to be focusing more on Fallout 4? I think it is. It looks like, well, it's supposed to be Los Angeles. Because mm-hmm. um, they're still going to be calling it the Wasteland. Yes. 
Because you can see that it's actually, you could tell it's the outline. I just noticed it right now. Mm-hmm. If you go back to the other image with her standing right there, mm-hmm. you can see the outline of LA right there. Oh, okay. I see. That's not the outline of LA. So it looks like it's. But that wouldn't be. So it's going to be in LA then? Because that would make sense. The first Fallout game does take place in LA. Yes. It says enters Philly, what they call Philly. A junkyard that actually is town town of survivors remains of the greater Los Angeles area. Okay, yeah. So they're going to be still using the setting from the first Fallout game. Okay. Yeah. But I think what they're going to try to do is, of course, because they talk about... um, I remember there was an image of them showing the capital as well. So I'm not sure it's one of the things where they're traveling across the country. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. If they're going to be going from like state to state. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but... It's supposed to be uh, Vault 33, which is a whole brand new vault. Yeah. You kind of got to mm. use a new vault. You can't just use some old vault from the games. kind of got to start fresh, at least. Yeah. Well, for those that aren't... So, I mean, speaking from my personal, I only know as much as like what you guys tell me. As for those who don't know about mm. Fallout, I mean, there really isn't so much a premise on each game being a sequel. It's just more of each game is his own individual story yeah. about some person who was living in these vaults, survived the post-apocalyptic world, and they're going out for the it first per- time. Yes. Okay. The entire world is set in a setting like if it's if 1950s frozen time. Okay. Technology frozen time at that time, where instead of making the superconductors, they've uh, mastered uh nuclear technology. Okay. So everything runs on nuclear. So it, it's all vacuum, uh what's called a uh, vacuum tubes and um, and nuclear. So all the just, cars run nuclear. Just, ma- just ma- imagine if it's like it's now with the style of 1950s. So and it's, everything um, is nuclear. What's it called? Nuke, nuke punk or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, like yes. that. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, I do like that type of style. Yeah. I yeah, always thought yeah. it was very creative. And each vault has something new in it, right? Well, the vaults were quote unquote designed because, you know, the end of the world's happening, nuclear fallout. Russia, China, America, they're all attacking each other. Mm-hmm, so yeah. we created these nukes so humanity can survive yeah. what's left of it. Okay. Yes. Now there's a whole big back, there's bigger backstory back yeah. story about, you know, these vaults were just tests on the population just to see what they can do for mind control and different, you know, yes. various experiments. Okay. But that's all, that's going too deep into that's it. it. But I just yes. want to mention one. Yeah. If I can only mention one, I'll mention one right now. Okay. Is there's a vault one where they stuck a man with puppets. Okay, yes, I know about that. Yeah, the yeah. puppet, the puppet man. Yeah, where okay. he was just left alone for I think it was like twenty years with the puppets. Then he was released. They opened the doors, and all he knows that he was a serial killer. That's it. Oh shit! Because in the game you find the vault, but it just says that there's a bunch of bodies along the way. That's it. Ooh. Yeah, like there's another vault called like Red versus Blue, mm-hmm. and they had half the population wearing red jumpsuits, the other half wearing blue jumpsuits. They had separate quarters. And their experiment was to see how long like things can go to collapse or how societies just, if you put them into a different section, how they'll function. Oh. So they tampered and poisoned the water system. But there was no evidence of tampering. So each side just automatically blamed the other because, you know, it's the blues. It's the, you see, psychology. So you, yeah. you give a, what's it called? I forget what exactly it's called. But it's, you give a, you give a problem. You introduce a minor inconvenience or a problem. And you kind of just see how the character studies or the study goes psychology yeah. with your subjects. And because you have two different sides being red and blue, They're one gonna, side's going to be like, oh, it's because of them reds. Exactly. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So everyone yeah. ends up killing each other in the vault at the end. Actually, spoiler alert, all of these vaults, people end up killing each other. Yeah, most of these vaults, everyone mostly died mm-hmm. or they left the vault early. But they're sinister inside. So while you're investigating or navigating the rest of this yeah. Fallout world where you have different societies yeah. that bloomed from yeah. it, you also have these vaults that you end up discovering yeah. and their sinister yeah. reasons inside. See, yeah. I don't see them covering that. They're it's not going to cover too that. Much backstory. It's so too much, much backstory. So much backstory, but it's so good, man. The okay. show will probably only tell you people use these vaults to survive nuclear fallout and now they're leaving the vaults for the first time. That's probably what yeah. the show's all going to tell you. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's bigger backstory behind these vaults. Okay. So as someone who's never played the games, would you say that this would be something that where it's more recommended to play the games or learn a little something about it? Or if no. you're jumping no. into this, it's like, treat you know this show like you treated the Last of Us TV show. Okay. Yeah. You can yeah. just jump right in. Yeah. They're probably going to spoon feed you everything you need. To know. Yeah. Gotcha. You so see you, what I'm saying? Yeah. If anything, it's just stuff for the fans, you know, yeah. fan service here and there. It's going to be fan service Easter eggs. You see yeah. that stuff. And I'm talking about like signs and like, Props and stuff like that. <laughs> gotcha. You know, you see a Nuka Cola bottle. Oh shit! You know, stuff yeah. like that. Oh wow! Oh, look amazing! You can see the, a little doll or something. Like, oh, that was from that the it's third a, game. Yeah, it's a pit boy that eat the yeah. bobbleheads. You know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah stuff okay. like that. Yeah. So awesome. you can you can jump into the show, be completely blind. I'm pretty sure. I would hope that they will tell you at least a structured storyline that will allow you to understand the. The plot. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So even then, it could still be a, a story that you don't necessarily have to get background for. You can nah, just jump right, jump in right, right into it. Jump right into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Make sense. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have lots of fun. I'm actually excited for that one a little bit myself, too. All right. Covering over our last film news before we hit the main topic tonight, Dave Filoni promoted to Chief Creative Officer of Lucasfilms. Let's go. Let's go. So for those who don't know what that is, what is a CCO and how huge is this news? So a Chief Creative Officer, they're the person, I mean, you know your CEOs, your CEO, your CFOs. Yeah. The Creative Officer, what he's in charge of is the actual, the project, the creative concepts of the project. So when you have a company who's working with multiple different projects, we have this show, we have this show, we have this show. Mm-hmm. It usually means that the big approval for those shows and how it works in the bigger picture will fall along him. Hmm. So if you have a Star Wars company who's going to produce a bunch of Star Wars movies and TV shows, you got to make sure it lines up right story-wise structures, theme-wise structure, and the fact that you can actually produce these that are are going to appease the MPA. You see what I'm saying? Mm, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So that is the big role of the creative officer. He's he's in charge of all the projects, everything gotcha. that's going on. And he has to make sure everything lines up, everything is charged, and also make sure all the projects are actually being shot in order, you know, scheduling, all that stuff. Yeah. A creative officer will fall along the lines at the same thing as a um, operating officer. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, they're more involved for the creative aspects and the actual keeping in charge of the storylines and the stories themselves for the projects. Gotcha. Yeah. So Dave Filoni being in this position can give us a lot of hope that going forward with Star Wars movies and shows, we can see yeah. ourselves. Dave Filoni being put in this position will put him in the same position how Kevin Feige is with Marvel. Nice. It basically okay. means you make sure you're in charge of all these writers Keeping the same story structure. Nice. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But so nope. it's not going to be like, hey, he has his own thing. He has his own thing. He has his own thing. And we got to figure out how to connect it. Dope. So that that really helps out a lot. Everyone wanted Dave Filoni to take charge. And so now, so now this kind of negates Kathleen Kennedy's position. No, no, no. It? She still has higher power, higher say. Yeah. Okay. But he has. If she wants gay lesbian scenes in it. It's going to have gay <laughs> lesbian scenes in that. Do it. What was it? Do a gay chick. What was it? Do a chicken and make her gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Park joke. South Park. God. But she still has to say. Yeah, yeah. It just, you would think that Disney will trust Dave Filoni just to run the show himself and make the money. That's what you expect, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you expect. But then again, when it comes to people in higher positions, you never know. Yeah, yeah. But and, probably well, at this point, it's, they just leave him alone. Like, here, just handle your own. And Really, all you got to do is just leave the guy alone and just let him make you money and just let the fans be happy. And congratulations, everyone wins. You see? Yeah. Yeah, but you can never make a ha- the fa- Star Wars fans happy. You can't make them too happy. If you make them too happy, they're going to get higher expectations. Sometimes you got to drop those expectations. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you just got to throw in another Star Wars Christmas special. Dude, we're, it's, we're due for one. God. Come on. We're due for one. We're due for one. Come on. We're due for another one. Damn. Do you think that's why that was really the whole tactic the entire time was that to bring down the expectation, the expectations of Star Wars by bringing down the quality of it so that way Dave Filoni can come in and be like, hey, yo, try this and just handed you an absolute gourmet meal instead of the Lunchable? That we're used well, to. It's like that joke they used to say about with like food products or food packagings where you have your Coke and then you know sales are rocking, but you want to improve those sales. So you create new Coke and you know new Coke is worse knowing that it's going to drop the value of Coke. So when you can drop the value of Coke just enough, you can release original Coke. And then quadruple your sales. You see what I'm saying? That's devious. <laughs> That's, I wouldn't be surprised if production companies would use that same method. Yeah, let's throw the shitty one in this whole series just so we can lower the expectations so the next one, it can rock off. Oh, we can clean their palate? Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's Damn. my theory. If you're going to have an actual conspiracy theory, that would be my conspiracy theory. God. That's what I'm saying. We, dude, we need to have... Another Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, <laughs> clean we're, that palette. We, we, we're due for a new one. Bring those little uh, those little penguins back. <laughs> oh no! Bring the original puppets back. Good. Don't God. update anything. Oh, those shitty Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the shitty Ewoks. Oh. I don't want it, but oh, I feel you like, know you want it. But I know we'll probably need it. Oh, definitely. Or bring either bring back shitty Ewoks or bring those Ewoks from the game. <laughs> The fucking little oh my god oh yeah scary no, fuckers. The, the those scary. are the terrifying ones if we had those Ewoks in the original movie that would be a whole different movie that would be a horror film I'd be like you know what I understand now how they lost <laughs> it was extreme guerrilla warfare <laughs> like guerrilla warfare unlike anything you ever experienced you're on a new planet you're not expecting that and at night 
Yeah, at yeah. night, that's what really sold like, it. Like, the the real trees in space Vietnam are actually speaking, mm-hmm. and you're scared. <laughs> Guys, just just play Star Wars Battlefront 2, the game, and play the Ewok mission. And Ewok you, Assault, and it's yeah. just... You get it. You get it. Or Ewok Hunt. <laughs> yeah. We're literally just... hunted. <laughs> Everyone's like, get to high ground and stick together, and all of a sudden, just <laughs> at night... In the bushes. And the light only lasts for so long. <laughs> It only lasts for a couple seconds, and then you see one of them just like go, there it is! If we get enough money, I want to shoot that as a horror film. Please. Oh, dude, that would be so good. Please. So good. I would watch it. Can we set it up as if it's like Predator? No, 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 no. Even better. Like it's Predator mixed with Tears of the Sun. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Oh, yo, <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like we need to like copyright that real quick <laughs> or just pitch it to Dave and be like, Hey, yo, I got an idea. Just, I got it. I, you, this is solid right here. This is solid. I'm, and yo, you don't even have to put this on Disney plus <laughs> Dude, the first star Wars horror movie. Throw it on Tubi or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. God. <laughs> Alright, we're going to take a quick break for a sponsor. When we get back, we're going to cover our main topic tonight, which is Superman Legacy Cast. We got more cast reveals. Big news coming up. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. And we are back. Covering over our main topic tonight, we have Superman Legacy Film by James Gunn. They've released more info on the cast and boy, it is a cast. They are shoehorning a lot of characters into this movie. Oh, Dude. yes. Yeah, so what we have here, Hawkgirl, Jimmy Olsen, Lex Luthor. Of course, you have you know, Superman, Lois Lane. You're having Guy Gardner in here. So you're going to actually have a lantern, a green lantern in this movie. I love that Guy Gardner's finally coming into yes. like the forefront. And they did say, because... They announced it's going to be Nathan Fillion, of course, who's going to be playing Guy Gardner. Because, you know, Nathan Fillion always sticks with James Gunn and all his projects. Love it. But he's going to be playing bull cut Green Lantern. Hell yeah. Bull cut Green Lantern. I cannot wait for OG bull cut Green Lantern. The one everyone loves to hate. Because that shit is atrocious. That bull cut is so atrocious. That cut just sucks. (laughs) But it's actually it's actually kind of getting me pumped for what he's trying to have in store for this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's a pretty interesting cast. I mean, you have Metamorpho is going to make an appearance, which you have um, Anthony Kerrigan I'm, from Barry. I'm excited for Metamorpho. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think many people know about Metamorpho. Yeah, explain Metamorpho. Because a lot of these characters, we're going to cover over these characters, and those who are not too familiar with Superman comics will kind of give you like a brief summary on who they are and what their abilities are. Yeah, so uh, right here from Comic Vine, uh, Metamorpho, a.k.a. Rex Mason, was transformed into Metamorpho after he was exposed to the light of an ancient meteor while on expedition to find the Orb of Ra for industrialist Simon Stagg. He uses his ability to change into any element on the periodic table to fight crime. So he could basically shift his body into, like, smoke, water he can stretch it he can turn it into fighting objects into solid mm-hmm. so this dude is and he's pretty much immortal oh yeah 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 so it's been pretty interesting to see him actually finally make that appearance too yeah and you actually have the first appearance also of mr terrific 
for film live action. He's in the CW. They have their CW one, but it's pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. But you're actually getting your first film one, which is um, Eddie Gathigy, which he was from um, X-Men First Class. Yes. He played yes. Darwin. Which was nerfed so bad. So nerfed so bad and killed off. Like, come on, how you even do Darwin so dirty like that? God. Like, for those that don't know, Darwin, the, the mutant Darwin, is so freaking powerful like he can go the toe to toe with a lot of the heavy hitters in the X Men and MCU universe by itself because he can adapt to anything. Anything. So like, but, shot, that, like but me, that's a whole different. Character. Yeah, that's a yeah, whole yeah, other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But he he's just stupid strong, and he gets nerfed in that movie. Means like he got killed off mm-hmm. in a stupid way, mm-hmm. and so now that he's in a DC project, yeah. So now he's gonna be playing Mister Terrific. So. Intelligence wise, he's like, you know, that super science, super intelligent, probably smarter yeah. than Batman character. Actually, he's the third smartest person in the world mm-hmm. after Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne. Wow. His IQ is 179. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Do you think that Batman's IQ is like 180? Pretty much. I think that's what Basically it is. Basically, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, it's just 189.5. Mm-hmm. The only reason that he beat him was because he beat him in like. In like shadow slap box. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing that I'm seeing because like you're having Mr. Terrific make an appearance. You're gonna have um one of the authority characters, the engineer, who's gonna be played by um Maria Gabrielle de Feria. And for those who don't know about the engineer character, is that a newer character or is so that- the engineer is part of the authorities, which they did announce that James Gunn is gonna create an animated film before Superman Legacy, that's going to cover over the authority, which is a team of, like, superheroes who will do anything. And I'm talking about anything to get the job done. Mm -hmm. They were originally Wildstorm property before it got bought out by DC. So they've been recently integrated into the DC universe. Okay, I kind of want to say recently, but it has been a while since that acquisition. It just still feels a little new. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so this is going to actually be their first, like, actual live action appearance for any of these characters. I don't think there's any been any Wildstorm characters live action. Has there? Uh, no. What I'm seeing right now, no. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be the first Wildstorm character making an appearance on the big screen. Ooh, okay. But this is going to be their way of connecting the authority gotcha. film into the bigger picture of what's going to be the new DCU. And she's going to be one of the antagonists of this movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I don't think it's gonna be the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. They but haven't announced who's. A. Yeah, they haven't announced who's gonna be the main antagonist. Because of course you have your Lex Luthor, which of course big big news. It was announced it's gonna be Nicholas Holt playing Nick uh, Lex Luthor. I dig that. I dig that too. So much. I really do dig that. He's a fantastic actor for uh, with a lot of range. I mean, when I am I see him in the great. Yeah. And knowing how much of like a terrible person he can play. I mean, Lex Luthor is pretty much on that same thing. Yeah. But he has to have also ruined that commanding, like that presence in the scene. Like what really failed with Zack Snyder's version with Jesse Eisenberg is really the voice. And he's so frail. He's a frail person. Yeah. And Lex Luthor always had that presence, that money, that power presence. I mm-hmm. I, I kind of got the, what they were trying to go for. For the you know, uh, you know, don't don't judge a book by its cover. You know, it's kind of yeah. meek and small, but in reality, this guy's one of the smartest people in the world. And yeah. he, you know, I get that whole idea, but it doesn't work with that character. I mean, Lex Luthor is like the ultimate Giga Chad. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really the only way you can put that as. That's a... That's an interesting way to put it. He's basically like, remember like people were wanting like that bold porn actor? Johnny Sins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted him to be Lex Luthor. I mean. But he had that presence. For, like, you see what I'm saying? He had too much of a commanding presence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a man who's, who's, uh. Who's a, a veteran, a military veteran, a doctor, a doctor, doctor. a lawyer, uh, an astronaut, <laughs> like <Dude>. I'm <laughs> just an overachiever, a construction worker, you know, humble beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need him in those movies because uh, that's it. We'll just <laughs> you already no know chance. Lois is going to uh, Lois has got no chance. <laughs> But you see, I'll say like there's someone who has like you know a presence. Yes, he he can actually have a commanding force. It it never worked with Jesse Eisenberg. I could see it with Nicholas Holt playing it. It's like oh, Superman, <laughs> welcome. Oh my god, I'm gonna make a monster. <laughs> but up. throughout this whole casting, I still do not see a main man antagonist. I see a. I really hope for Brainiac. I see Lex Luthor becoming the main antagonist towards the end. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I see that leading him in. I see Lex Luthor more playing. If they're trying to actually mimic what the MCU did and create an expanding universe, I kind of do see Lex Luthor as their Loki. Or do you, you see, see what I'm saying? Or do you see it as like Lex Luthor is putting together something in the shadows, real shady, and just using his money and influence to get other people to do his work? Here you have like the engineer actually putting in the fight, and then the kinda, whole Superman Lex Luthor communication of just like what's hey. that villain team squad? Not the Injustice League, but the Which original one? from Super Friends. Um, the e- nah, <laughs> I forgot the evil. Uh, what was it called? Uh, the one with the evil layer. Oh, uh, not the Justice League, but the. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and they have that the Legion of Doom. Legion yeah, of Doom. Doom. <laughs> Do you see, like you're saying putting together the Legion of Doom in the shadows. The it's whole piece of you. <laughs> I'm all honestly, for it. I would. Come I would on. honestly be for Legion of Doom. I'm not Come gonna. On. I'm not lying. I I'm would be for it. But unfortunately, the, I want the voice. You the need the narrator. To the Legion of Doom. To the Legion of Doom. The swamp. <laughs> Dude, come on! All you all you need now is a gorilla grot. I would love that. Come on! Oh, I could see them putting together a Legion Doom versus Justice League film. I could see them build if this in the way of how James Gunn does things because he mixes he does mix some of that seriousness with comedy with that ridiculousness. Yes. So I could really see him really hardcore trying to put a Legion of Doom versus Justice League film. But he also knows how to. Uh... He knows how, he knows how to put heart into it as yeah, well. Yeah. So yeah. he knows how to draw on times of humor, but he knows how to draw on times of seriousness as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I think we can see some promising stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is actually the first time in a while that I've actually been excited for a DC movie. Yeah. Honestly, it's just the casting. It's such great casting. Yeah. And you got um Skylar Gasando from Righteous Gemstones. Yep. The yep. one who plays um he plays. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Uh, the Barry or- McBride's son, his oldest son. Oh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah, 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 he plays his oldest son. Yeah, he's gonna be playing Jimmy Olsen, which that's perfect. Love it. That is perfect casting right there. You know, this is a. Uh, it's the first time in a while that we've seen an actual redhead being played by a redhead. Don't bring that up. <laughs> I'm already going towards. Don't bring that shit up. 
now it's on. A whole other episode. We're not going down that route. We're not going to go back on that. <laughs> we're going to tag the episode name before you go back in that whole discussion. It's, it's not like we're going to find it like right below this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if they do a Superman 2 movie and he's black, then you know something's up. You think they just play it off like Jimmy? Oh, my longtime friend. <laughs> my longtime African-American friend. <laughs> Which, nothing's wrong with that, <laughs> as you've always been. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? Is there any more from this casting that you guys are kind of excited for? I mean, we already knew about, you know, Rachel Brosnahan yeah. as Lois Lane, you got- know, David Cornsweet. I mean, we got Hawker Girl. Hawk girl coming in. Hawk girl. Hawk. I I know. I said that. She throws wrong. a hawk. I was. <laughs> she does the haka every time she does a fight, yeah. but it takes about like thirty seconds. Yeah. And then they just now, catch got... her in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, since this, since uh, was well, James Gunn, right? Yeah. Making smooth, right? Yeah. And he always brings his brother along, whatever project it is. Right? You're seeing where his brother falls in this, right? Well, they says yet to be confirmed. Crypto the super dog? <laughs> Yo. You think? Yo. You think Sean Gunn's going to be crypto? <laughs> That's some bullshit. I'm just saying his name's not on this list, and only two not confirmed is Crypto and Perry White. Well, the thing is, he was um, Rocket Raccoon. Yes. He was Weasel. Yeah. What other obscure roles he put him in? He's put his brother in really some fucked up obscure roles. I mean, other than like his uh, his main role in Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I can see him playing crypto. I can see that. And his only role is. I'd be fucked up. I mean, mom told me how to play with them. Damn. Mom said you had to let me play. <laughs> I really hope that was exactly how the whole relationship started. Hey, mom said you had to let me play, so. There's like that one uh that one meme I showed you with the uh Rasputin song. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mom, we're gonna make a girl group. We'll bring your brother along. Damn. That's fucked up. I can see that. Uh no, this is actually gonna be a pretty interesting film. My only concern though, because you have all these big hitter like characters, is are you putting too much in one film? I can understand if these are like quick cameos. I have yeah. no problem with that. You see what I'm saying? But I, if these are going to be supporting characters, that'll be my issue. That's a lot of supporting characters. Honestly, I think he could pull it off because he's already pulled it off with Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he pulled it off. I mean, it's like I said, like like uh, Nathan Fillion's character. Guarantee he's not going to be in the entire you know the entire film. Oh, it has to be a that has to be a throwaway joke. Yeah, it's gonna be a throwaway joke. Maybe at most, maybe two minutes screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like, like that. Like it's still a Superman movie. It's not like the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hawk Girl. They might introduce her. You know, again, like some of these characters might only get like two minute, three minute screen time, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it not it might not even be their superhero characters, or you might even see you know well, the news footage. You know, news footage. Yes, stuff like because, that. I mean, it says not because the only one that says uh, obviously like Superman, which Clark Kent, mm-hmm. Lois Lane. Hot girl's the only one that's um, that's hot girl, not uh, their alter ego. Alter ego. The see, rest of them have their alter egos named. That is interesting. Yeah, because you see Rex Mason, Metamorpho, so he might have a bigger 
prevalence in the film than we really than yeah. we, what we realize. Uh, Mr. Terrific, he might be like I said, he's a CEO of a company, so it might be just him as the CEO. Yes, so yeah, I see what's saying. CEO, yeah. uh, Guy Gardner, obviously Green Lantern might be a throwaway joke right there. Yeah, like some of these might be just actual. Uh, you know, characters, mm-hmm. not their superhero persona. Yeah, I, mean, I see what you're saying. We did see Nathan Fillion in Suicide Squad, like James Gunn's Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Yeah, and he was on screen for maybe like what ten minutes. Well, that as a is, character. That's a Nathan Fillion thing, though. He, no matter what, whether Nathan Fillion's gonna have a big role or a small role, he's gonna be in every single James Gunn project, yeah. Yeah. almost about. So chances are he's probably gonna be like in some throwaway character role, some joke. Yeah, yeah. I I can really see the film focusing, of course, more on. Clark Kenton, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. I can see those four characters being the real prevalent characters. Honestly, I think they, they might use that one just to introduce the green the uh the lanterns. Mm. I can still see the engineer though being prevalent in the story, yeah. Angela Spica, because if you're really trying to create a bigger DC universe and you're having a film that's coming out previous beforehand. I can see her being prevalently there, especially if you want to make the authority a bigger team than what it actually is. Because I think what they're trying to do is they're really focusing on building the Justice League. Yeah. And I think a good idea to build the Justice League is to show what not to do. And I think the authorities might be those characters to show the Justice League what not to do. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it works well for story building. I'm hoping that they all, man, I hope they take their time with this one. Jesus Christ. It's coming out in 2025, so that gives enough time for writing. No, no, but not that, but the idea, because obviously they're planning to expand this into the um, DCEU, trying to expand as much as they can. Yeah. Or rewrite. Obviously, it's a whole wipe clean. No, this is a whole reboot. It's the DCU now. DC Universe. Yeah. And which I do appreciate the adding the animated series or animated movies to it. Yeah. So as as filler. Mm -hmm. You need filler. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm hoping... They don't go down the Marvel route like, fuck it, we're going to give you 10 shows and you need to watch every single yeah, one of them. I, these films need to be connected but not so connected at the same time. I think that's something they can learn from Marvel. Yeah. If you can have these standalone films still feel standalone, but they are still contributing to a bigger world building. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Hoping, God, I'm really hoping that. Man. It's going to be really interesting to see how this comes out to be. Like I said, I hope, I really hope we're going to get a Brainiac villain. That is like my ideal goal. You think that's going to be DC's Thanos? No. Kind of build up? I hope we don't get Brainiac too early. No. No. (laughs) He's big, but I I won't put him that big. Like, let him show up. Like, let Brainiac be the character to show that their world is a lot smaller or a lot a lot smaller than what it actually is. Mm, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Or like the universe is bigger. Like yes. use him for that. I won't use Brainiac for like a overarching main, main, main villain. It's a little too cliche because at some point you're going to get tired of the waves of endless hordes of, you know, yeah. his robot. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you want a prevalent character who can, you, they're trying to find their Thanos. Yeah. And you need to have a character who has personality and persona. But, Unfortunately, Darkseid is pretty fucking dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brainiac's pretty fucking dry. They need to have a big character. Who's going to be their big, big bad for the DC universe? You know what I'm saying? Captain mm-hmm. Cold? <laughs> <laughs> I just literally just Googled up DC villains. I'm looking like, let's see the list on there. Like, uh, we've seen most of these already. Yeah. Because I'm like, there hasn't been that many. But like, oh no, there's been quite a few that we've it's done. It's going to be interesting to see who they're going to try to 
build as their big bad for the DC universe compared to Thanos. <laughs> what uh, if it's a what if it's some bullshit character like Cheetah? Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah, but just the anti-life equation. <laughs> there you go. You got it, Ryan. You got, you got it. it. Uh Solomon Grundy. <laughs> See, none of these are like big names. He's like Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> Mad Hatter, I'm just saying. Hey man. Hey. I mean, it could happen. I think you're calling mostly out Batman villains. <laughs> Dude, these are mostly... I look up DC villains, and most of these are Batman villains. Yeah. Apparently, he has the most villains. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, has to, he has the rogue gallery. He has reason. the best one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the one... <laughs> it's like everyone just signs up to be Batman's vil- like arch nemesis. Basically. It's like, oh, he's more cool. I, I, I want to hang out. With, I want to fight that guy. I want to make like a... Uh, this is totally off topic, but I want to make like a short of... I think we mentioned this before of just... Um, villain henchmen having no choice but to become henchmen because of the overbearing weight of bills and not being able to afford the quality of life to live and just having no choice but to live as a henchman or some shit so yeah. as to wear like stupid ass costume and Batman comes in and just absolutely wrecks, wrecks you shit. breaks yeah. your jaw and shit and just increases your hospital bills and he's like now talk <laughs> and then Bruce Wayne's on the screen I do everything for this city <laughs> uh, what about uh, is Swamp Thing a villain? No, nah. he just kind of does neutral. his own thing. Oh, okay, as long as he just chills in the swamp and nobody fucks with the swamp, he's good. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay, and everyone's like, you know what? That's cool. You gotta respect the green. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking psych person in the background. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. man, respect the green. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <do> pod. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, do you guys got anything to add to this before we fully close out? Is there anything you're excited for with this casting of characters for the new Superman legacy film? Is there anything you're not excited for that you're like, come on, you can do better? Honestly, like I said, we well, we know what James Gunn goes for, and we're probably gonna get like sort of the whole uh Guardians of the Galaxy kind of style of comedy. Yeah. Action comedy. So but I'm all for it. I mean it's as much as I like the... Uh, Do you think you're going to get more Guardians of the Galaxy or more Suicide Squad? I mean, honestly, I, they're, to me... They're, 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 the, they're the same to they're you? They're the same to me. Yeah. They're the same to me. It's it, Other than just more violence, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I'm all for it. Like I said, normally I'm all for the whole brooding, dark... You like the brooding, dark stuff. Uh, yeah, but... This I'm is Superman. This is Superman. You can't Superman, go. I might as well just screw yeah. it. Let's give us something, give something we haven't seen in a while. What are you, Mike? Mm, well... I think I'm kind of, I'm the yeah I am ready for a change mm-hmm. in in DC. Like, do you want to go back to lightheartedness or at golden least, age? At least for Batman or not Batman, Superman. Superman. Yeah. At least for Superman, golden age Superman. I think we kind of need a little bit of that more lightheartedness. You want the Boy Scout? A little bit of the Boy Scout. Oh, yeah. You know, early year Boy Scout. Hands on the hips. No, fuck that. Bump that. No. Be careful, citizen. <laughs> Remember, Billy. Always look before crossing the street and never. Say hello to strangers. <laughs> no, I can appreciate some good old Boy Scout Superman. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can dig that because uh, you kind of see a little bit of that with the uh, the newer animated movies, mm-hmm. and uh, but they still have a little bit of a serious tone in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a good time for a change. You know, we've we've tried the darker broodiness of Zack Snyder, and you know, it's it looked cool, but then obviously yeah, it, it kinda, didn't stick. It yeah. didn't stick. Yeah. So. Maybe we need to go back to basics a little bit. Yeah, I agree there. 
All right, well, we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about the new casting for Superman Legacy? Do you love it? Do you hate it? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Junior YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast where our listeners discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Wednesday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And as usual, before we fully close out, Mike has his last end notes for you guys. Yes, all the different ways you can be able to listen to us, including the Apple Podcast app. Head on over there and consider leaving a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it and share it with a friend that you think would enjoy this. Uh, we enjoy making them, so we want to get as many people as possible to listen to them, so we'd really appreciate it. Also, we have our YouTube channel, where we also have episodes that we display on there of these past episodes. So if you consider watching those, that'd be really helpful as well. Uh, same people, if you think you would enjoy them, share, like, comment. Uh, especially comment what you think we missed or what you think we should cover next. There's a lot of news that always comes out, so let us know what you think that we haven't covered or we should focus a little bit more on. And, of course, we have our Patreon account that we have, so consider subscribing to that as well. If, if you could, we'd really, really appreciate that because the more subscribers we have, the more content we can create. And we want to keep making these ones for you. I mean, we really love it, and we'd really love to uh, continue making this a thing, you know? We, we really enjoy doing these, so... Head on over there to subscribe, and Adrian wanted me to let you guys know, we have a thread account. Thread. Threads. Threads. Fucking threads. Hey, we have no choice in this. (laughs) We have no choice. We gotta sell out. (laughs) We have a threads. It's pretty much like Twitter, which is now X, which is now Instagram entity thing. It's basically Twitter. Instagram, Twitter. We're just out there. Just yeah. We're out there. Wherever you need us, we're there. We're there. Chances are we're there. So head on over there. Consider subscribing. And I'll throw it back to Anthony. All right, guys. You heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs>